With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up? Dean Blandino, another episode of Good Calls. As always, I am joined, not in person, but virtually by the Caucasian rattlesnake, the one and only Travis Hansen. Travis, what's up? What's happening, man? Sitting in my uh, backyard, hanging out, you know, by myself, which is kind of normal, but... What's happening, man? Hey, what's going on? Joe Madrid, Joe on audio. What's happening, Joe? What's going on, man? Just sitting here in my living room, zooming so, with you guys. We are we are doing we're doing trying something new. We're doing a Zoom meeting, um, like everybody's doing Zoom or or some kind of virtual video conference right now. Um, for those of you, obviously you can't see, but Joe, I appreciate your background, your virtual background, which is the Cowboys party bus, um, which you know brings back a lot of good memories. Travis sitting outside enjoying the uh, the sunshine and uh, I am in my I'm in my lounge just just hanging out but want to start the show again this is the world has changed it, it continues to evolve and and we just you know this is day we I think we determined this is day seven for of, of our calendar We've, we felt like last Monday that everything really changed. And now we're at, you know, in California, we have a stay at a home mandate. You have uh, every, you know, I've seen so many statistics. I try not to stay tuned, you know, tuned with the news and things like that. But but obviously, day seven, one full week of the coronavirus and, and staying at home and social distancing and everything else. Travis, give us an update on what's happened in the last seven days in terms of just the sports world. You know, what's been postponed? What's been canceled? What's happening? Yeah, so so as of now, the NFL draft will uh, will not be taking place in Las Vegas. They're going to do it from a TV studio, probably NFL Network. Um, I would think here in LA, um, the NFL league meeting for March was canceled. Um, they were doing a virtual call for the competition committee. You could probably touch on that later, as well as these other NFL things. Um, the the big one in the Olympic world, they've postponed the the 2020 uh, Tokyo Games, but they'll. Talk, they're talking about doing that now in 2021, likely. Um, the XFL is officially canceled, so we won't see the uh, 
the end of the season there. We won't get to see if Houston can, can finish out undefeated. Um, we can talk about the XFL more later as well. And, uh, and then the spelling bee has been postponed, so we won't see the kids. A lot of videos will not be, will not be seen of the excited kid getting very excited spelling, you know, combobalicious or whatever, whatever crazy word it is that, that, uh, that they spell better, better, better spellers than I ever was or ever will be. I got knocked out of a spelling bee. I'll never forget fourth grade spelling bee. I was, there was like three of us left and I got knocked out on occurrence. Can you spell, can either of you spell occurrence? Of course. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think so. Of course. You're, you're 40, Joe. I was in fourth grade. Go. <laughs> Me or Travis? Oh, oh, of course. Spell it. O-C-C-U-R. Mm-hmm. A-N-C-E. Oh my God. <laughs> you're, that's not even, that's not even, like I was closer. E-N-C-E. E-N-C-E. Travis, can you spell it? Occurrence. O-C-C-U-R-E-N-C-E. Occurrence. Oh, my God. Is that not right? I do not it's feel not right bad. either. Hmm. I do not feel bad about, about losing, <laughs> about, <laughs> about getting defeated <laughs> in, that, in that thing. I'm going to pop it up for you. I don't know if you can see it, but that's, that's how it's spelled. Can you see it? O-C-C-U-R-E-N-C-E. Oh, double R. Oh, two R's. E N C E. Yeah. Okay? Now you made fun of me. Oh, of course. You I both got, I got I got yeah, knocked well. out in first grade to parachute. Wow. So. Well, you are you are the least Joe's wearing a Harvard t-shirt and <laughs> he cannot look less like somebody that went to Harvard. And I know we've told the story about the guy that <laughs> confronted him in a bar in Hermosa beach about wearing the Harvard shirt and literally knew pointed Joe out and was like, that guy didn't go to Harvard and called him out on it. And it was an amazing conversation. Yeah, yeah. I know we, I know we did, I don't know what episode it was, but we talked about that. Joe's comeback was you're wearing Calvin Klein. Are you, you're not Calvin Klein. It, it was classic, but all right. So obviously Olympics postponed, that's huge. Uh, 2021 you think about, and, and again, we, we understand that there are bigger issues going on with this virus and everything else, but we're talking about sports and we're going to talk about how the sports are impacted. Um, you talk about an athlete, think about an Olympic athlete that everything is structured and scheduled. And I am, I am getting ready. I'm going to be at, at peak performance on this date because I've been training for four years and now it gets pushed back a year. That's insane. That's crazy to think that. Like, how do you? How do you even? Like, what do you do at that point? Like, what? what how do you even, Travis? You, you, you know, you ran track. You did. You did Olympic style. Olympic style events. Um, like, what do you do there? I, I mean, I can't speak for Olympians because I'm not that good or anything. But uh, I, I, you definitely. Like, it's it's tough too because you mentioned you don't know a date when it's going to happen. Like, so these guys don't have. The, the target goal of when they need to be at peak performance. So, I mean, at this point, you just try to keep your, your, your fitness levels and, and your nutrition at, at, uh, you know, what they would be, you know, when the Olympics was going to happen here shortly. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's tough. I, I don't know. I, it's a great question. 
I mean, when I was in college doing it, I was, I would just, I just have to not drink beer for a couple of days before a meet and then, and then I'd be good. So, <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of Olympians <laughs> that aren't, aren't following that regimen, but you appreciate, you, we appreciate your insight, Travis. Thanks for, thanks for adding hey, that. I was a national champion in the triple jump. Did you guys I, know this? I, Travis, I said, that's why I asked you the question. I posed <laughs> the question to you. Well, Travis, Joe what? maybe didn't know. I did not know in that. The triple so there you go. Joe's just Joe's just sitting there. He Joe's like I was more of an academic. I went to Harvard. <laughs> you know, I I was the national champion in the in the academic world. Never been a national champion. So NFL draft. Okay, look, the the NFL draft has become a a very big event. It's kind of like the really you think about the NFL, right? The Super Bowl is is the the, the ultimate event in terms of the, the NFL season and even the, the American sports landscape. The NFL draft has become the off-season Super Bowl for the NFL. And we're not going to see that level, obviously, of of the the hoopla surrounding it. But but in terms of having the draft, they're gonna have the draft. And it's not gonna it's not gonna affect how the draft takes place in terms of being able to pick players and being able to communicate. You remember, I mean, I've seen old pictures and I've heard stories. Pete Rose tell the, the, the drafts back in, you know, the sixties and the seventies. I mean, they were just in a boardroom and they were, they'd get a call with the draft pick and they'd write it on a chalkboard. So, so the draft itself will go off and, uh, and that will happen. It's like you said, it's going to be in a television studio. NFL network makes a lot of sense. Who knows how it's going to look, but but I think what really is, is being affected is how these teams prepare for the draft. And we know right now they would be going to pro days and they'd be having players come in with physicals and, and doing all these other things that they can't do. And, uh, and so obviously, you know, there's a lot of work prior to just this past you know, time frame where, where we've kind of been in this, in this self-isolation or social distancing, whatever you want to call it. But it really has impacted the time leading up to the draft and I think that's where the teams are really having to overcome some hurdles and even just having players, you can't, you know, having, having your facility open and, and, and you have players that live in the area that are coming in to work out. How do you even manage that? So, so I think the NFL has not felt anything compared to the NBA, NHL, baseball, even pushing their season back because it is the off season. But like you said, the NFL league meeting was canceled. That was set to take place next week down in Florida they're having competition committee meetings actually actually Monday and Tuesday this week. They're doing that via video conference and 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 uh, you know electronically. But there aren't going to have there's not going to be any votes or anything on rules changes until the May meeting. The league always has a meeting in March and they have a meeting in May, middle of May, middle of the third week of May, and that's where the the hopefully that's where all of these rules changes and everything, all the other league business will get taken care of in May. So that's kind of where we are right now. Hey, hey Dean, um, do you think given what's going on with the economy, do you think this will impact what rookie salaries, like what they get paid or is that pretty much? I mean, they just got the CBA done. So that's, that's set in stone. That's, this is not going to impact. It's interesting. I read an article that the NBA players may start to lose um, game checks because they're obviously not playing NFL, it's a little bit different. Their contracts, there's something called force majeure, which which is in a contract. Um, it's it's a typical it's typical language, which means if there is something that interrupts the normal operation of business, uh, an act of God, which this would fall under, you know, something where you can't you can't continue to operate normally, 
then the the company, the NFL has the NBA has the ability to to suspend um, contracts, not pay out contracts. So I don't know all the legalese, but I know that you know what I read was the NBA does does have force majeure language. NFL does not. So I don't I don't see that being impacted. I know the league is now going to focus on these network deals. And look, the, the reality is, is this is going to end at some point and, and we're going to get back to, you know, a new normal. And, and I don't think it's going to be it can't be it can't be the same. We, we have to change the way we do things um, based on this. But we're going to get back to playing sports and playing games and all that stuff. And uh, and so I don't know how, you know, won't affect salaries and things like that in terms of the NFL. But who knows? Network deals, everything else. It, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out over the next, you know, however, however many weeks or months or whatever it is. Um, Speaking of deals, get the free agency. Oh, nice segue. Wow. Yeah. Spoken Great like job. So the problem. quarterback carousel. We've seen. Right. Tom Brady. I made a great prediction last week. I said, <laughs> I said, Tom Brady would be going back to the Patriots. That worked out well. The next so, day they announced. That was yeah, the I know. Part. Well, look, I thought he was going back to the Patriots. I was like, I was like, listen, it's come on. You're, you're an icon in new England. Stay maybe win another Super Bowl. But obviously Tom had other, had other, uh, had other plans and uh, he's a buck now. Uh, right. Philip Rivers went to the Colts. I liked Philip. Philip Rivers. Did you see the video of him on the toilet? Saying hello he's to definitely him. on the toilet. He's clearly in the bathroom. <laughs> so he, he posts a video on social media of him, like welcoming the, you know, the, the new fans in Indianapolis and all that. And he's, and he's, he's not standing and he's in the bathroom. So <laughs> I don't know what other seats you have in your bathroom, but I know there's only one seat in my bathroom. Okay. <laughs> and it's I have a feeling that Philip Rivers is a lot like I am when it comes to like this coronavirus uh, staying at home thing, but we can get into that later. We'll get into that later. But I know he does. <laughs> what does Philip Rivers have? Like nine kids, so that yeah, might nine. be the only place in the house that that he That's has quiet. He has some quiet. So, <laughs> um, right, Teddy Bridgewater to the Panthers. I think. What do What do we think? Are the Bucks now a Super Bowl favorite? No. No. They'll contend for their division. I don't even think they're a favorite in their division, but they'll contend. It, it's interesting because I don't like. I, I would agree. Like I don't see Tampa all of a sudden now being the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. Because when you think about Jameis Winston, I mean the guy the guy did throw for five thousand yards. The guy threw for over thirty touchdowns. Obviously, he threw for thirty interceptions. He created. A, there was a lot of turnovers. Brady's not going to do that. You know, you're going to get. You know, even though he's on the downside of his career, I would imagine you're going to get somewhere near, you know, 25, 26, 27 touchdowns. You're not going to get uh, – you'd be shocked if he throws more than 10 interceptions. And uh, and so I'm excited when you talk about the coach, Bruce Arians, could not be more different in terms of just his, his persona, at least his public persona and how he interacts with people than Belichick. And I love both of them. I think, you know, Bill has this sneaky sense of humor. Bruce is just more in your face. And uh, they're both obviously great coaches. They both, they both won Super Bowls, um, you know, Bruce as, a, as an assistant coach. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see that dynamic now in Tampa with those two working together. And he's got some weapons 
Um, he's got more weapons in Tampa than he had in New England in terms of receivers. I mean, you think about Mike Evans and and uh, and who was the guy Godwin, right? I mean, they they've got they've yep. got some weapons there, but I'm more interested to see what's going to happen in New England. Like totally, thirteen straight AFC East titles. I, I got to say, to me, this is the year. If Buffalo or Miami or the Jets, somebody's going to step up, and my my money's on Buffalo. Somebody's going to do it this year. Yeah, they got uh, Stefan Diggs recently, and I think that's a huge weapon for for Josh Allen and the Bills. And it's I I think the the Dolphins are really setting up for probably a couple years from now to contend for that. Um, but yeah, I think the Bills that might be that might be a hot take for Dean, and then uh, we'll see how that one plays out. Yeah, let's let's see the other couple. Todd Gurley did the Falcons. I like that move for Atlanta. I think it was a low risk move, a one year deal. If Gurley, Gurley, obviously he's got the, you know, you you always it always worries me when you hear like arthritic condition in the knee, you know that especially when you talk about a running back or any professional athlete. But I think Gurley still has some some gas in his tank, and Atlanta, you know, they haven't been obviously haven't been the same since they blew that lead in the Super Bowl, but the core group is still there. You know, Dan Quinn is still there. I think that could be an under-the-radar move. Um, Byron Jones to the Dolphins, and, and now that's interesting because now the two, right, the two highest-paid cornerbacks in the league are on Miami. See how that plays out. I just think Miami, Miami's got to figure out what they're doing at the quarterback position. And, and, totally. You know, you keep hearing them link to Tua in the draft. Um, I'd be interested to see how that plays out. You know, they did make the trade for Josh Rosen last year. Um, poor Josh Rosen. It just doesn't seem like he can get a real, a real shake and a real, you know, he, he's there in Arizona for one year. They don't have a great team, new coaching staff, number one pick. They, they take Kyler Murray. Rosen gets shipped out, gets, you know, the Fitzpatrick, you know, the Fitzpatrick effect, wherever that guy is, you, you fellow Harvard guy, Joe, he, uh, <laughs> You know, now he's he's the starter, so who knows? We'll see. It's going to be interesting when we get back to playing and, and how all these free agent moves. Cam Newton, where's Cam Newton going to end up? Where's Jameis going to end up? I, I, you know, what what we're, what are we doing um, in terms of like these guys? These are big name quarterbacks, and uh, and they don't have jobs right now. And it'd be interesting to see if they have starting jobs when the season does get started. Um, Rams logo. What do we think? It was finally released, and it got leaked several weeks ago. And it was leaked. It was not. It was not. It didn't go over very well. And it was almost like it's like Joe when Joe wants to tell us something about. Eh, you know, I, um, I, I started. I like these pants. I bought these pants. What do you think? What do you think? And he just like shows it to us, like in in little in, in just a little like. What, show me a picture on his phone. What do you think of these pants? <laughs> well, I just bought them. He's already bought six pairs of them. But he's like, what do you think of these pants? He's waiting for us to be like, oh, those are nice. Oh, those are horrible. And then he then he returns the six if we say they're horrible. I feel like a little bit of that happened with the Rams look. Yeah. Right, Joe? When I saw it, when I saw it, I was like, this looks better. Like they did some some shading of the of the yellows and and I think I think it looks better. I like the tweak. The tweak looks more like the old school Rams, the 80s. 70s that kind of that yellow and blue that kind of color scheme and i like it i like i like where they're going with that um 
All right, let's uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little XFL, and we're also we're going to find out what Travis did today. Next on Zoom. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, we're back on Good Calls. Travis is dancing. Joe, during the break, brought up a point, and I want Joe, I want you to elaborate on this. And you're 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 a feelings guy. You're one of the guys that you wear your heart on your sleeve. And now you just you've been quiet this whole thing. I know social distancing is impacting you more than Travis and I, for sure. But you said it just feels weird talking about sports right now. It does. It feels it feels weird. There's so much going on, and uh, and there's so little sports going on. I almost just like there's not. It just feels awkward talking about anything to do with sports when you know you can't. You have to line up at six in the morning to get some toilet paper. It's 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 weird. Like I went to Costco I, I yesterday. Agree, Joe. I feel like that right there. What Joe just said is going to be look. Whenever this is all over and everything is like we're in the clear. We're going to start, and, and five years from now, 10 years from now, we're going to tell stories like Joe just said. I remember 20, we had 6 a.m. I was online every day to get toilet paper. 
Like we're, we're going to tell those stories. And I, and I think about we, we, us, our group, like while our life has changed and, and it's different, I consider myself very lucky. I, and, and I'm sure you guys do too, in terms of, you know, I'm healthy. My, my people, the people closest to me are healthy. I'm able to continue, you know, working and things like that. And, uh, and I just think that while we have to acknowledge that and acknowledge that the world is changing and it does feel weird, we, we need an outlet, right? We got to talk about stuff. We got to talk about something. I mean, I, we just, you know, to be, to, to, we're in the middle of March madness right now. We're in the middle of what should be one of the, one of the best times in sports and we got nothing and, and everything you watch the news and you hear these the talking heads and it's, everything is doomsday, doomsday, doomsday. And, you know, we're going to come out of this and we, we need to stay positive, you know? And, and, and I know I can say that because I have bidets at home and I'm not, I'm not worried about toilet paper per se. You know, I've been preaching the bidet for a long time and I look like a hero now. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, Hey, I didn't even install them, but they, they're, they're here. So they're sold out everywhere. The All right, let's sold get into everywhere. XFL. Obviously, the XFL, um, the season is done. And, you know, with what's going on, it's just unfortunate. I've been involved in two spring football leagues the last two years, and I can't get I can't get to a, I can't even get to the end of a regular season. Obviously, completely different circumstances. This the XFL to me, and I and I definitely, you know, Travis, you were more involved than Joe because we worked together throughout the season was an overwhelming success from a personal standpoint, just the people that I work with from, from Vince McMahon, Oliver Luck, Sam Schwartzstein, Doug Whaley, the entire football operations group, all of our officials, my officiating supervisors, everybody. It was such a great time and such a great opportunity and everything was first class. And I, and I feel like the league, and the, and the season was a great success, obviously not didn't end the way uh, I think people would have liked, but um, I just thought it was a, it was a great success and I'm excited about the future of the league. And then we've already started planning for year two and, uh, and I'm excited where it could go. Yeah. I had a conversation with a buddy today on the phone and he was talking about how he was was like just it was gaining the XFL was gaining all this momentum and and the storylines were starting to build with PJ Walker and the the, the Roughnecks being undefeated and the, like people were starting to notice the production quality of these games on television and they were getting fans and and it's just yeah it's sad to see that it came to an end like it did because I think it was still it was starting to, to gain some momentum yeah it did seem like it was doing really well that sucks. Really bad timing for the old XFL. Thanks, Joe. Can you elaborate on that? <laughs> I just, just socially speaking, like people were talking about it more than, you know, than any, Joe, any other time Joe, out of the other one, any other league that wasn't the NFL. Joe watched 20 minutes of, of XFL football all year. And they were, and it was an exciting 20 minutes, was it not? It was fantastic. I was a fan. So there you go. Uh, you know, you talk about the season and look, XFL, a lot of, and I, and I, and I went through with the Alliance of American football and there was all these horror stories of players not getting paid and getting kicked out of hotels and, and, 
and all these things. And I know that the Alliance, I think the people behind it eventually, they did the right thing and they did pay out um, as much as they could, especially to the players and the people that, 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 you know, were, were working for their, their clubs, but the XFL is paying out all their players for their full contracts. XFL players are similar to XFL employees. And, uh, and so they're going to be paid out and, and now they're free they're free to uh, to sign with NFL clubs. We saw PJ Walker, the 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 who was the odds-on favorite for MVP, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give those awards out in a second. Um, has has signed with the Panthers, and his old coach Matt Rule coached him at Temple. And uh, and I think you know the XFL has done everything right, and I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about the partnership, both Fox and ESPN, the production, the. The production value was was off the charts. I mean, it was as good as your NFL and your college, your top college broadcasts. And and uh, I'm, I'm excited. You, you think about the rules changes and what worked. The kickoff obviously worked. Less than 6% of kickoffs resulted in touchbacks. You didn't have those high-speed collisions. We had big returns. The the average drive start was right around the thirty yard line. That's significant when you when you're trying to promote offense and things like that. And, and the goal was to keep the return in the game, limit those those high impact collisions, and uh, and help the offenses. And and it, and it worked. And, and you think about the access that we had. Sometimes we had too much access. And I mean, when when you have guys dropping f bombs and, and and coming off the field, and the sideline reporters talking to them, and and we're, we're, we're behind the scenes and we're watching the replay official work through their process and talk to the referee and the coach talk to the player and Matt McGloin saying we have to blow up the whole the whole playbook and, and, and the whole the whole the whole game plan at halftime. It's the access was something I think fans really, really enjoyed. And and I think it's only going to get better as as we get into year two and beyond. So um I'm I'm really excited about about the future. Like we said, let's give out some awards, Travis. Joe, I know you didn't. You you, you can just agree. I, what you, I, I watched 20 minutes of a game. I obviously know who's the best player in the league. Clearly, who is <laughs> MVP? Who was your MVP? Oh, it's a it's an easy one. It's PJ Walker, and he was the guy who kind of stole all the headlines every week, and and he was making plays. Kind of looked like Russell Wilson out there, scrambling around, making throws on the run, going to his left, throwing downfield. He had a he had a he had a great great little half season, and and I am excited to see him um, go into Carolina now and possibly compete for that backup job. And I think I think they're going to have Teddy Bridgewater there. And he's not going to be a starter, but hopefully he can compete and be a backup and we can see him on the field at some point. Yeah. Nice, nice job, Travis. He he was the most exciting player. He was the most talked about player. He was the guy that, that when you watch, you know, you wanted to see the roughnecks, you wanted to see him um, 15 touchdowns, four interceptions. He, I think he had three rushing touchdowns and, uh, and he, the, the guy made a lot of highlight reel type plays and, and, and it was really, you know, it was really a runaway for him as the MVP. And uh, if he would have just continued down the path he was going, it would have, it would have came to fruition. And and like, like you, Travis, I'm excited to see him. I want to see him, obviously, you know, he'll get some, if he, if he stays with the Panthers, he'll get some snaps in the preseason. I'd love to see him against NFL defenses. He's been in the NFL before he was with the Colts um, and with both Andrew Luck and Jacoby Brissett. And, uh, and obviously didn't play, but but has NFL experience. But I'm excited to see him. Um, coach of the year. Who, who's And this could be – it could be a sweep, Travis. Who's your coach of the year? So I, 
I see where you're going with that one. It, I'm not going to go June Jones, the, the coach of the, the Houston coach. I'm going to go with Jonathan Hayes in St. Louis. I thought he did some really cool things there, and he hadn't had head coaching experience. Um, June Jones, June Jones has, and he came in there, and I th- I thought he, you know, they were really innovative and did different things on offense, and I I liked the way he ran that franchise, and I wanted to see more from from that team. I liked what he did. Any relation to Willie Mays? Hayes? <laughs> Hit it, but don't do. Yo, that's your that's your your contribution to this discussion. Yes. Bad joke. Oh, don't you have to use the, use the restroom or something? Gee, I, I got the coach of the year. <laughs> I'm the, the team of the year for sure. So I, and, and Travis, I agree with everything you're saying. And I, and I, and I thought having not had a head coaching experience, I, I liked what St. Louis was doing. I liked, you know, especially what they were doing in special teams, their game plan, everything else. Um, I just think it's tough when you had the roughnecks were five and oh, and, uh, and it's tough to, to, go against that, that in terms of the production and they were by far and away, you know, as the season started, started out early, we thought maybe DC was the, was the top team. They were two and zero, and Cardell Jones was playing really well. And Pep Hamilton's a great coach. And, and then we, and then, and then it was, okay, Dallas is starting to wake up a little bit and, and they're, you know, Landry, they got Landry Jones back, but, but all along it was, it was Houston was the top team. And, nice. uh, and I think you have to, you have to give credit to the coaching staff and obviously June Jones um, was, uh, was a big part of that. He's been an innovative coach for a long time on the offensive side of the ball. So he's, he's my head coach of the year. And then your team of the year, Travis, who do you think? Five and O. Oh. I think you've got to crown them. The, the roughnecks from Houston and, and uh, I mean, it's, it, it's hard to argue when you haven't lost a game it, that, that you would be the team of the year, not be the team of the year. Yeah, I think they're the unofficial, certainly the regular season champion. And uh, and uh, so, again, I agree. Um, the you, but we did actually we did pick different teams because you you your team of the year is the Houston Roughneck. <laughs> my team of the year is the Houston Roughneck. That was the best I've ever heard you say it. That was a great job, buddy. That was good. I didn't I didn't even have to whisper. You know, you're gonna you're I've been gonna working get one with a speech therapist. I, I, I do when I can think of it, I do I try to take the Long Island away and I try to now I have to whisper. So now you're thinking Houston. Houston. It was better the first time. We'll just plug that in. Now it's got me all up. All right. So XFL, before we go to break, I wanna I wanna introduce a new segment. And so today we're going to talk about, um, I want Travis to tell us what he did today from, from this point, right. From when he woke up to this point and Joe, you and I are going to decide if the coronavirus didn't exist, would his day have been that much different? Okay. Sounds like a great, great segment. Okay. Yeah. I got up at 6am with my, my son, um, gave him a bottle and my wife's back to running. So she, she doesn't feel like herself unless she's out running. So she went for a run this morning, came back, showered. I showered after that, showered before 2 o'clock, which is rare um, since I've been on this uh, paternity leave and a.k.a. Um, lockdown, safer at home for the coronavirus. Um, and then I went outside with my, my daughter and, and drew on, a, on the driveway with sidewalk chalk. Um, so go ahead, you guys, what do you think? So Joe, tell me if his day would be any different without the coronavirus absolutely not it'd be identical not, even, not, not one bit 
No, exactly the same. Like not, not nothing. Like he has not been affected at all. Nothing. Like he it would be the same and he would be so like, and I could just see him being standard white guy the whole day. Like, honey, isn't, I can't believe he slept six hours. And then, oh, you're going for a run. I'm really excited that you're going for a run. Like just getting out there. Not that you need to, not that you need to do anything. You're perfect the way you are. This isn't me giving you a Peloton for Christmas and being like that you have to get back in shape. I just love that you're getting out. You're being healthy. I'm gonna stay here, and we're gonna. I'm gonna play, and we're gonna. We're gonna play. You know, draw some things with the chalk, and then I think the guys want to do the podcast later. So you know, those crazy guys, and it was like (laughs) that's pretty much it. That was it. Perfect day. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna keep doing this until the day changes. Something's gotta happen. It's not gonna change. (laughs) It's not gonna change. Well, I went to the store today and there wasn't any toilet paper. That'll be the change. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. We went out of toilet paper. All right, we come back. We're gonna we're gonna go. I wanna know what we're watching. I wanna know what we're eating. And we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about how this virus is affecting our lives. Next on the There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Oh, yeah. All right, we're back on Good Calls. Hearing about Travis's exciting day, let's, let's get into you know, some other exciting topics. I will tell you this, it is, I am, 
I am. It is affecting me in terms of I'm now I'm you guys know I'm very sarcastic. I'm even more sarcastic. I was inside all weekend with my boys, like a nine year old and a five year old. And, and you so Cal, my five year old, he I forget what morning it was, but he got himself a bowl of cereal and he poured himself milk and he did it all by himself. And he came to me, he said, look, daddy, I, I poured the milk all by myself. And I was just like. I just responded like, oh, yeah, that's great. And I responded in a way that I would respond to Joe when he tells me something about his Tesla, like the same. And I was like, that's when I knew I was like, all right, nope, let's go. Let's let this is this is the, the one of the two people that, that are the, the, the North Stars in your life. You can't be that sarcastic to them. And uh, and so that said, what. What are we watching now? I know, look, Netflix, Hulu, whatever, Amazon Prime. We've got a lot of more free time. We're inside. We can't be outside. What, Travis, what are you watching? What's the last couple of things that you watch? Give me some recommendations. Well, I'm still on board with This Is Us. It's my, it's my, uh, oh, don't, no. you, you got to watch something that makes you feel good and, and good family fun. Why This Is Us? Every time I don't, I've, I've watched like one episode, every preview trailer I see for it, it's like crying. It's sad. People are dying and, and sick. Why would you watch that now? It, it's a feel good show. If you watch it, it's got love and it's got like good messages and how to be a good dad. And it's like, it's sweet, but it, it's my breakaway from other things that I'm watching. Like the other things I'm watching are just finished on Netflix season four, Better Call Saul, which you guys haven't watched. It's amazing. Um, I watched Lost Girls, which takes place on Long Island, which is not is not a good feel good story. Yeah, um, it's about a girl who's a prostitute who goes missing, and her mom doesn't give up on trying to find her. Um, and then I'm watching. It's scripted. Um, yeah. Okay, it's not a documentary. It's scripted. Right. Yeah, it's a pretty. Yeah, it's uh, based on true, true, true events. Maybe you remember it. Probably. No. Trying to, that's why it rings a bell. What are you watching, Dean? Yeah. Okay, so what am I watching? I I just started. So, and one of you, I don't care who it is, one of you has to start watching. I've, I've started rewatching. I rewatched the first three seasons of Vanderpump Rules on Bravo. Oh wow! Okay. And one Never of heard you, of it. yeah, it's it's a reality show on Bravo, and they've got it on Hulu. I watched the first rewatched the first three seasons. It's it's everything that a reality show should be. And it's amazing. And one of you have to watch it. So, and the new season's still going on. There's a new episode every Tuesday. Um, so I watched that. I just started and Joe, I've come up with a new nickname for you. Oh, wow. Okay? This is great. I've I never had a, a nickname. Really I watched stick. the first two episodes and you guys, now this I'm mandating. You have to watch and we're going to talk about it next week. It's called Tiger King and it's on Netflix have you heard of it? I have Negative. not. Okay, good. You have to watch it. It's about it's about these. It's the big cat. It's these people that are into collecting big cats, tigers, lions. Okay, and the main character, and it's a real show. It's a real like real people. It's not scripted. Real animals. Real animals. The whole deal. And the okay. main character is this guy, and his name is Joe Exotic, and that is. <laughs> You are now Joe Exotic. So I will not refer to you as anything other than Joe Exotic, Joe E, J E, 
you're now Joe Exotic. Okay. You have to watch this. I'm not really sure how to take this because I haven't seen the show, but now I have to watch it just because of that. You have to watch it. Okay. okay. We'll do. Well, obviously, your name is Joe. His name is Joe. So there's the connection. Joe X, baby. Oh, Joe I'm, X. I'm not saying that you're necessarily remind me of Joe Exotic, but your new, your new name is Joe Exotic. Please, okay. please, please, anybody that's listening, watch, watch, watch this show. It's unbelievable. And there's a new... I've got, there's a girl in the show who is, who has surpassed Ray Mendez in my mind. Oh, wow. She is the new Ray Mendez. How is this possible? She gets her arm bitten off by a tiger. And, and basically they're like, you're going to, you're, it's going to be reconstructive surgery to save the arm or amputate it. And she's like, ah, amputate it. And she's back at work five days later. Oh my gosh. Wow. Insane. Wasn't there a story like that? A football player had Ronnie Lott, right? That was his pinky. Oh, close enough. Yeah. I mean, I like my pinky. How else, what else am I, I like going to lift while I'm taking a drink? All so right. Watch, watch Tiger King. Um, the other thing that I'm watching, I rewatched the first season of What We Do in the Shadows. Hmm. And that. Please watch it. The new season is starting April 15th. That's on FX. You can also watch it on Hulu. It's about a group of vampires that live in modern day and they live in Staten Island. They live together. And it's based on a movie. Same premise took place in New Zealand. All right. Well, what are you watching, Joe? You're, I know you're not a big watch TV guy, but now you've got to be doing something. I did watch Love is Blind. I thought it was terrible. Really? I thought it, um, you know, it minimized marriage it minimized the you know true true marriage people getting married after six weeks or whatever i think it's ridiculous the Uh, whole idea is that they they don't see each other so there's no physical it's all supposed to be like emotional well yeah they they don't you have to propose by just like talking in a room and then they go off to you know some exotic place in cancun and then they get to meet one another and hang out um and then they decide if they want to actually get married or not. Two of them get married. And I think even after a year, they're still together. So, I mean, that's great, but I wasn't a fan. There were some terrible people on there. Uh, and then I started watching. I would never sh- watch that show. Well, if Dean mandates <laughs> it, you have to. No, I, you don't have to watch Love is Mine. You have to watch Tiger King. And then I just started watch watching this, this show called 100 Humans. Pretty interesting. It's like a like social experiment. They take 100 people and they do all these different social experiments. Pretty cool. Like, I'm into stuff like that. I love social experiments. About they do, they take them and make them sit in, inside. You can't go out. You can't do anything. This we're having that experiment now on a worldwide basis. There's there's certain things, and as it's funny because I'm watching the show and there's a hundred people in one room, right? They're all like the the subject, right? Never going to see that again. I know. I'm watching it, just going, God, I'd kill to be with a hundred people right now. Like we could dance and we could like. Wait, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, and again, not to not to minimize what's happening. But this will be a thing, I guarantee you, three years from now, four years from now, whatever it is, people are going to be in a crowded place and they're going to take a selfie and they're going to go miss the Corona or miss the miss the whatever. And it's going to be like them waiting online or them. Yeah, because that's that's going to be a thing. I'm telling you. That's a good call. I agree. See what I did there? Nice plug for the show. Yes. So that's what I'm watching. What? I got to uh, say one other I'm watching. Um. Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu with Reese Witherspoon 
with Reese Witherspoon. It's great. You guys should check it out. Three episodes. Of- I keep seeing the I keep seeing the thing for it when I log in when I go on Hulu. Maybe it's I'll good. check. It's a drama. I'm gonna watch Tiger Tiger King first, and then I'll watch that. All right. But you guys have to watch Tiger King. What um? Okay. What are we eating? So um, anybody still go ahead, Joe? Out? Has anybody ventured into that world or what? Oh yeah, I've been doing. So I went and bought a bunch of food, and like the the mini prepper in me froze a bunch of food, and then I refused to eat it because I could still order takeout. So I've been ordering takeout like every day. <laughs> that's actually I, that's an interesting strategy, because who knows if if we won't be able to get stuff. So as long as we can get takeout, we want to keep the fridge stocked. Well, it's that. And it's also like supporting small business. I try to order from a small business, you know, and have it delivered here because those guys are, they're hurting right now. Small businesses are hurting, man. Really, really bad. Um, I'm really curious to see if gyms are going to be able to stay open. Like if they go two, three months without any membership fees, that's, that's tough. I don't know how they're going to survive. So I'm just trying to, to, support these little businesses in, in my town um, and save myself a bunch of frozen meat in case yeah. it really gets bad. I probably shouldn't say that. My, my home's going to get raided now. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I, I, again, again, um, along the lines of me not really changing much of my life, I never ate much takeout. We always made food at home. I, when, when sports started getting canceled, I started going to the store and, and getting a bunch of food. And so we've just been making food at home. I've been making cheese enchil- like chicken enchiladas and, and tacos. Travis, do you realize that there's a pandemic? Do you realize what's happening outside of your I, little world? Do you realize what's going on around the world? I do. And, and, just making and enchiladas. It's, it's sad that's going on. It's sad. Hey, <laughs> these enchiladas are great, honey. Pass the hot sauce. Have you guys had any like crazy grocery store experiences or anything like any of that weird stuff, the lines. I haven't been back to a grocery store in, in uh, almost two weeks now. Oh I think that God, uh, March guy. 10th was the t- last time I went to the grocery store. Yeah. I haven't been to a grocery store. You guys, then you don't really know what's going on. It's I don't. dude. It's crazy. I've seen, I've seen, I know Trader Joe's um, whole foods. It's like, there's a limit of people that can be in the store at once. And then everybody, one person leaves another person comes in. So I was thinking, could could it would it is it like a nightclub where if I show up with a bunch of like six hot chicks, will they let me into <laughs> <laughs> let me into this Trader Joe's? That's so funny. This- like, dude, dude, are you kidding? <laughs> no, you're gonna fine, fuck it. Let's go to Whole Foods. Like but yeah, we get it. I I, I know what's going on. No, it legitimately I, feels that way. Like I was talking to this girl yesterday and I'm like, oh my friend manages a Trader Joe's. I might be able to get cut front of the line privileges, and she's like <laughs> That's like the new, that's the new that's flex the new right thing. there. I don't want to know somebody that works at a nightclub. I want to know somebody that works at Bristol Farms on Wilson. <laughs> that's what I want to know because yeah, like, I miss it. Yo, you guys got any toilet paper in the back? <laughs> I just, I randomly like, I'll just stop and there's a CVS near my place. And if I'm, I'll go out for a walk. I go out for like a nightly walk just to get at some air and, and I'll like go in there and just, peruse the cleaning aisle and just see if maybe they found a box in the back, you know, that somewhere of, of disinfectant wipes or something. So, so I was at Costco yesterday and there's like, it's like Disney, like a ride at Disneyland. They've got, you know, yeah. barriers that block you off and they got signs that say, we have this, we don't have this. It's, it feels like, I remember back in high school when they would talk about like, you know, when Russia was, uh, you know, like communism and how you could, you'd have to stand in line for a loaf of bread or whatever. It feel it almost feels that way. 
it's a trip. It's pretty, it's pretty wild, but you know, this is, look, this is what we got to do. Hopefully we can curb, curb the, uh, the spread and we can get back to, to some, some new normal at some point. What, what's the, what, what was the best coronavirus internet content you saw last week? I know mine. Okay. Oh, I'll go. go first. I know mine too. I saw a couple players from the Kings, the LA Kings. If you guys didn't see this one, yeah. it's uh, Alex, um, I have followed delivers a roll of toilet paper to his teammate, uh, Jeff Carter, um, with a drone. He, oh, he had really? this like thermos. He had this little thermos. He dropped the toilet paper in there. And so you see down in Hermosa beach here in California and you see it dropping down and then he like reaches in, pulls it out and then he flies off with the drone. It's pretty cool. Um, Jeff's wife, uh, put that out on, on Twitter. Um, so, so I thought that was pretty cool. There you go. The 1% getting the toilet paper, right, Joe? Of course. Guy's got a drone. Guy's got toilet paper to spare. Unbelievable. So what, is, that a, is, that a, is that a great assist? Oh, wait. You've got to give me a, you know, kick me out of the table. I got another one. I got another one. Okay, go. Hopefully no one goes top shelf. First one was better. <laughs> All right. I, I saw one. Did you see the one of the guy saying the coronavirus is here? You either a have to be stuck in your home with your wife and kids for six weeks or B. And the guy was B. I pick B. <laughs> Did you see that one? <laughs> there's a lot of like those types of jokes going around. It's definitely, there's definitely the, the coronavirus has taken on its own humor. Like it's taken on its own. The one that I can't, stop laughing and i know it's it's an old joke too and i know they've done it in different settings is the guy he's got a real thick like country accent and he's and he's he's just you don't see him but he's shooting he's shooting the camera toward like his it's like a barn or something right yeah and he's talking about that some crackhead came up and she she was like surprised him and she said that she would give him a a blowjob and a donut for some toilet paper. And he's explaining the story. And then he's saying where she went and you see his hand with half an eaten donut going, I think she went over there, but I just <laughs> warn y'all where she, cause shit's getting crazy. I was crying. I was crying. Did you see this one? <laughs> subtlety. Can you Where's see that? it? Now? Did you see this one? The, the poo and piglet? Oh, no. Pooh and Piglet. Yeah. I can't see it because your background. Oh, there's a, it's basically they're walking next to each other and 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 it says back the fuck up, Piglet. They're, they're too close <laughs> to each other. <laughs> Speaking of that, what is the is I sent you guys a a, a link. Is the lap dance dead? I, that, that that's what my question was. Is it because the, there was there's a strip club in Portland that shut down and I hit our strip clubs still open. No, like, can't. I they, have to think they all would have been closed right? already anyway. Yeah. They'd have to be shut down. So, but they're doing like, you can like, like takeout or delivery for lap dances. Because that's still, are we still comfortable with that? Like with this thing going around? Is this still? I don't think so. When, I, I think okay, it's Joe. dead. Okay, Joe, here's the thing. Don't even I'll ask you the question. No, I don't want to answer this one. Corona ends. Corona ends. And we're how how long after the end day do you get your first lap? I'm not a lap dance guy. If if you were okay, a lap if dance I was, guy, um, if you were. 
I don't know, man. I'm not really, I'm not terrified of the disease. So I'll, I'll go right away. Okay. I'm in. Right. You're in? Yeah. One, especially once it ends. How about you? I'm not, I'm not a big lap dance guy. Oh, well, I'm I said not, the same not, thing. So you have to answer. I mean. Oh, I wouldn't, I don't have a problem with it. I'd go. Like I said, I think right now it's it's the spread. We got we got to limit the spread so that people that are compromised, people that are at risk, um, we don't over we don't overwhelm the healthcare system in this country. I think those are the things. What about you, Travis? Do you know what a lap dance is, or I know what it is, and and I I won't be getting one anytime soon. <laughs> All right, I the the, 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 the virus never, terrifies me. Travis would never admit it anyway. Okay, let's let's before we wrap up here, Travis. I just emailed you a script. Oh God, you're you're gonna audition again, okay? Well, Hollywood. I think it's since they're shut down for a coronavirus, that's probably why I haven't gotten any calls for uh, real auditions. This is fantastic because now we have video. This this is gonna be your. Okay. So so I'm gonna give you Travis. You're you're reading. The movie is called Titanic. And okay. you are reading the part of Jack. Jack and Rose have fallen in love on the Titanic. Okay, Rose. I knew is, you had a crush on me. Rose is a blue blood. Rose is comes from <laughs> you know uh, comes from like a, a higher class. Jack is more of a Jack is a is a wonderfully talented artist, but he's kind of a, a, a lower class. Okay, Rose is is engaged to be married to this this, I don't know, he's like a aristocrat. I don't know, but he's an asshole. And Jack and Rose fall in love on the Titanic, like you do. And um, this is the scene where they're both, the Titanic, I don't know if you remember, but the Titanic sunk. It hit an iceberg. And, and I sunk. have seen this movie. Okay, but you, they are now clinging to life and clinging to a door in the frigid waters of the, of the North Atlantic. And, uh, and this is their final scene together. Okay. So I'll be, I'll be reading as Rose. You're, you're reading as the, for the part of Jack. Okay. Okay. I've always wanted this role. Here we go. It's getting quiet. Just a few more minutes. It'll take them a while to get the boats organized. I, I don't know about you. Watching him, watching him is so much better. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know about you, but I intend to write a strongly worded letter to the White Star Line about all of this. I love you, Jack. No, don't say your goodbyes, Rose. Don't you give up. Don't do it. I'm so cold. You're going to get out of this. You're going to go on and you're, you're going to make babies and watch them grow. And you're going to die an old lady warm in your bed. Not here. Not, not this night. Do you understand me? <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm cold in the water here. Come on, guys. Stop I laughing. Feel, I can't feel my body. Ro- Rose, listen to me. Winning that ticket was the best thing that ever happened to me. It, it brought me to you. I'm thankful, Rose. I'm thankful. You, you must do me this honor. Promise me you will survive. You will never give up, no matter what happens, no matter how hopeless. Promise me and never let go of that promise. I promise. Never let go. I promise. I will never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. <laughs> Scene. Yes, that was the best. You crushed that one. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that Jack had a stuttering problem. <laughs> I was freezing. I was cold. 
Travis, you might actually get this part. I, I don't, we've had some pretty strong readings. Um, there's this one, you know, this one young actor, we think, we think a lot of him, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, but we really like your reading. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to definitely contact you. If it's not for this role, it's, that role's coming. The role don't, you were, don't call you, you'll call me. The role you were born to play is out there, Travis, and we're going to find it if we have to go through every iconic movie scene <laughs> in cinema. We're going to find it. Well, Hollywood's on freeze right now, but once they're back in, oh. in the offices, well, I'm going to get my phone's going to be blown up. You're putting together one hell of a of a of a highlight reel, right? Yes, you are. <laughs> All right, let's brain a Blandino and get out of here. All right. Well, I have to I have to go with this one. Just considering times, can I get a drum roll, Travis? I don't have the proper uh, drum roll board here. Nice. I'm closing elevators on people like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> That's the one. So you guys made fun of me when things were normal because I like kind of, I'm kind of a jerk when it comes to this and I don't like other people in the elevator. So I like if somebody's coming and they're like, hold the door and I'll like pretend I'm pressing open and I'm pressing close <laughs> and I'm shutting that down. Everybody's doing that now everybody's doing that now. If you are in an elevator and somebody, what are you doing, Travis? If you have to be in an elevator right now and somebody's coming toward the elevator, what are you doing? Do you want well, them? I'm going to show you. No, I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to cover my face like this, you, just like, like my like guy on my shirt. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> I am closing elevator doors. I don't even, I'm not getting in with anybody. A hundred percent. You guys made fun of me and now you see that that's a good You know what's a, funny? Since that first time we, we had that, Brandon Blandino, I've started saying fuck it and just closing the door. I used to like stick my arm there, almost lose my arm trying to help people get in. Now I'm like, you know what? If Dean does it, screw it. They could wait He's another minute. What? Three minutes? Like hey. what? Sorry. I'm just a kind guy. There, even if it wasn't for the virus, then you got to sit there and it's like awkward. And, and Oh, I love, I love that awkwardness in elevators. It's so like, what do you, which, which, what direction do you look at in an elevator with other people? Oh, I always turn right. Most and people just look, look right at their at phone. Them. If, if, if you don't look at your phone, which way are you looking? I look at the people. I talk yeah, to them all the time. right at their face. Especially in Vegas. That's weird. <laughs> I, always, I always start up a conversation. And then my favorite thing is... Yeah, I'll say hello, yeah. As, as people start leaving the elevator and it's you and the last person in, I always go, we're finally alone. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Creepy. I'm riding the elevator all day. Oh, God. All right, on that note, Creepy Joe, Joe Exotic, this has been Good Calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Dean Blandino and Instagram at Dean.Blandino. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rules Podcast. And be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and on Apple Podcasts. Good Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.